If you're a spiritual person, chances are you're extremely sensitive to energy and everything that's happening around you. And that can be an issue when the time comes to travel because suddenly you're stuck in a huge building with a bunch of stressed out people and then you have to get into a small tin can with them. God. In this video, I'm going to teach you step by step how to keep your energy high and your body healthy even when traveling through the world's busiest airports. Get ready for some life-changing spiritual travel hacks. And what better way to do that than to take you on an actual trip with me? Come on, let's go to Costa Rica. Okay, so there's lots to do. I do a lot of things before I travel. Some of the things that I'm gonna share here with you are regular biohacks that are gonna focus more on the body, and some of them are going to be spiritual hacks, all right? So first, let's get into the biohacks, and before I, I do that, I wanna give a shout out to biohacker Dave Asprey and functional medicine physician Mark Hyman. These are the two references that I use when reading up on what to travel and the biohacks to use to kind of keep my body healthy uh, when I'm traveling. Flights can really wreak havoc on your body Body, and there are four main ways in which that happens. One is through the alteration of your circadian rhythm, especially if you're going on a long flight like we're doing to Costa Rica, all right? So if you're going on a long flight, your circadian rhythms can be altered and that can really impact your body. Another way is through an increase in the uh, risk of blood clots when you're, when you're flying. Um, so I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna help you out with that. Um, dehydration is another common thing. When you're in high altitude in planes, the air is so dry that it's very common for people to get dehydrated. And the fourth one is the increase in stress hormones. So the whole, the whole process of traveling can be very stressful for people, not just on a body level from going up in high altitude and your body having to deal with all those issues, but also on the ground, just the stresses in airports, people are really stressed out and agitated. And so that can really kick up your stress hormones in your body and cause major disturbances. So these biohacks that I'm going to share with you are things that I really prepare before I travel and I'm either going to start doing them before or, and I'm also going to do them during and, and carry, take stuff with me. Okay. So the first tip that I have for you is hydration. All right. So hydration. If you're not drinking a lot of water now, please start doing it when it comes to, um, to preparing for your flight, because you want to really get your body super, super hyper hydrated and ready for travel because it can be very, very stressful for the body dehydration is extremely common. So up your water intake, you should be drinking at least three liters of water uh, for my American friends, figure out what three liters is to the gallon. I, I, my brain now thinks a little bit more in European mode. So at least three liters of, of water a day, up that for, um, for your flight and for travel and start that at least a couple of days before. I mean, you should be hydrating, uh, you should be hydrating well, whether you're traveling or not, but just make sure to up that hydration as you're preparing for travel. Now let's get into some supplements that I recommend, um, that I recommend you take before travel. Now, all of these supplements that I'm going to tell you about, I take on a regular basis. It's not just when I travel, but I'm giving this list to you specifically if you're not a supplement taker, at least focus on, on using these supplements. Start at least a week before you travel and keep taking them throughout your travel and even after you travel. All right. So here are the top supplements. Let's start with vitamins. Okay. So the vitamins you're going to want to concentrate for travel is vitamin D, 
you want to focus on vitamin C and vitamin A, okay? So A, D, and C, these vitamins are really important to prop up that immune system and get the immune system functioning at really at a higher level because you're going to get bombarded with all kinds of things when you go to airports, when you're sitting, you know, this far away from people in a plane. So you really want your immune system functioning at its highest possible capacity, okay? So start taking these vitamins at least a week before you travel if you don't already take them. Okay, so now let's get into antioxidants. So antioxidants are compounds that really help the body get rid of any kind of trash, cellular trash. Think of it this way. Antioxidants clear you of toxins, free radicals. It really clears the body of anything that's not supposed to be there. That's another way of looking at, at antioxidants. And I have some specific for you, for you to be taking, again, at least a week before you start travel, and the first one is CoQ10, that's what I'm holding here. All right, so CoQ10, go get yourself that antioxidant. The next one you wanna be, want be focusing on is PQQ, it's called PQQ. Then you wanna focus on NAC or N-acetylcysteine, that's another one that we really wanna focus on. So you got PQQ, CoQ10, uh, NAC or N-acetylcysteine. And the fourth and last one is the master antioxidant of the body called glutathione, all right? You wanna be taking that also, all right? So these antioxidants combined with the vitamins, these are the supplements that I recommend for you to start taking about a week before you travel. Next up on the list is uh, blue blockers, okay? So blue blockers, these glasses are amazing because what they do is they help you block out all of the harmful blue light that messes with your circadian rhythm, okay? Now think about this, from the moment you enter an airport, all the way through your travel, in the airport, in a plane, in, in, in any kind of surface, indoor surface that has to do with traveling, chances are you're gonna be blasted with fluorescent light, which has a lot of blue, blue light, and then, you're gonna be sitting in an airport or sitting in a plane, chances are you're gonna be looking at a screen, watching movies, you know, scrolling through your phone. So all of this stuff emits blue light, and so that can just totally mess up your circadian rhythm when you're traveling. So I use blue blockers from the moment that I enter the airport doors all the way through when I get out of the airport on the other side of, the, of travel, all right? So blue blockers are really, really important. Of course, when I'm sleeping, I take them off, obviously. But whenever I'm in the plane or I'm in the airport, I have these glasses on. They can really help at least keep that circadian rhythm from completely uh, going haywire on you uh, with all that fluorescent uh, artificial light. Another must in my travel bag is uh, healthy bars, okay? So this is especially important for people who have a lot of food sensitivities like I do. A lot of spiritual people, a lot of sensitives have food sensitivities. Well, an airport and plain food is horrible when it comes to anyone who has food sensitivities or who actually just wants to stay healthy. So a couple of things for you. If you like to fast or if you like intermittent fasting, you can just consider fasting your whole trip. A lot of people do that. That's a very successful biohack. So you can just drink your water and just literally fast through the whole trip and use the trip as a great way to, to fast and purify your body. If you can't do a fast and you don't wanna do a fast, 
um, th then you can go into the healthy bar categories, which is usually what I travel with. So, and when I mean healthy bars, I mean bars that uh, have very minimal ingredients. So the ones that I usually get, we're talking about just cashews or almonds mixed with some dried dates or something like that. Just, there's usually just two or three ingredients in my healthy bars. So there's no artificial anything added. There's no crapola added, very, very natural food. And this is good because if I'm at an airport or if I'm in the plane and the food that they bring me, I ask them what the food is and it's not great, or I'm at an airport and I can't really find anything healthy like a salad or something something alive that I can eat like fruit or salad or something like that, then I'll, I'll have these bars that I can rely on so that at least I don't starve if I'm not fasting, at least I don't get hungry throughout the, the travel. So always good to have healthy bars with you. Okay, and the last tip, and this is probably the most powerful biohack. So ding, ding, oh my God, if you can't do any of the other things, if you don't have money to buy the supplements that I just talked about, if you're really strapped for cash and you can only concentrate on one supplement, to take, it's going to be electrolytes. Oh my God. Okay. So look at this. This is a travel, um, this is a travel size electrolytes. Now, when I talk about electrolytes, I am not talking about crapola Gatorade or any sports drinks that they sell out there because that's literally poison for you. It's just sugar water. And even when they make it sugar-free, it's still poison because it's made with artificial sweeteners that are not good for you that sometimes can be even worse than sugar, like aspartame and stuff like that. Okay. So no Gatorades, no crap like that. What you can do is you can buy yourself a travel size electrolyte uh, container. And this is so travel size. So you can travel with this, move it back and forth between security and not be afraid of losing this. Okay. So you get these electrolytes and these electrolytes, this is, I get this from health food store and this is pure electrolytes. There is nothing, nothing in this except electrolytes. So there's no artificial ingredients. There's no sugar. There's nothing just electrolytes. And what happens is I take this through security and you'll see the dosages. So usually a teaspoon, it'll say a teaspoon for two liters of water or half a teaspoon for one liter of water. And I'm going to take this through security. Then when I get on the other side of security, you're going to see me with a big liter uh, of water and it'll already have the electrolytes in it. And I'll just be sipping that throughout the rest of the trip. Okay. So this is the biggest hack for travel is to put electrolytes in your water. And let me tell you, your life will change when you do this. It wakes up your whole body. Um, it prevents you not only from dehydrating, but also from losing precious electrolytes that can be lost with stress and with confinement and with all kinds of things that happen during travel. Oh my God. As I was packing, I remembered that I had forgotten to mention something for you guys to get before you travel compression socks. Okay. So you're going to want to get knee high compression socks. These are really important. You're going to wear this throughout your trip. The knee high compression socks help prevent uh, deep vein thrombosis or DVT, which, which there's an increased risk when you're traveling at high altitude combined with a lack of motion, which is what happens when we're on planes. Okay. So get yourself a pair of knee high compression socks and throw those in your suitcase. Okay. That was it for the biohacks. And now let's get into some spiritual hacks, which are really important too. All right. So 
spiritually, what happens when you travel is right before you, you travel, right before the day of your travel, your energy system actually unplugs from the energy grid that you happen to be plugged into wherever you live or where you've been spending time. All right. So your energy uh, is actually going to unplug and it's going to do this through the chakra known as the earth chakra or chakra zero. All right. This chakra isn't talked about in the seven traditional chakras, but it's a really important chakra. It's part of what's known as the 12 chakra system. The earth star is a chakra that's far from your body, about a meter below your body, and it connects you to the grid of the earth. All right. When you travel, your energy system purposefully unplugs from the energy grid that you're in right now in preparation for where you're going. And so there's going to be a temporary time there where you're going to feel like you're energetically floating because you actually are floating. Your earth star unanchors, and that's going to leave your energy system floating. This can be an issue for the nervous system because your nervous system can start to feel a little agitated or ungrounded because it is ungrounded. You are ungrounded, but in this circumstance, it's not a bad ungrounding. You actually need to unground so that your nervous, so that your energy system gets ready to ground somewhere else. So, but this can be an issue for the nervous system. So what we really want to do here in this spiritual hack is we want to be able to maintain your body and your nervous system calm, even as your energy system is unplugging from the grid you're currently plugged into and floating around until you arrive at your destination. And I'm sure this has happened to you, right? Like, have you noticed that right before you travel, as you're starting to pack and as you're starting to prepare, you can feel a little antsy or agitated in your energy? Energy. Has this ever happened to you? It's very, very common. And people think it's just because of the stress of traveling, but it's not. There's something energetic hap happening. You're actually being unplugged. And that's why your energy feels a little bit, um, a little bit agitated. So the goal here really is to maintain your nervous system calm, even when you are in ungrounded energy. And the way that I love to do this is through a really simple meditation called the hover meditation. Now I do this meditation actually surrounded by my luggage, surrounded by my, you know, my clothes everywhere. Everything's a mess in my, in, in the room that I pack in. And I actually do the hover meditation purposely around all this mess so that I train my nervous system to be calm, no matter what the outer circumstances are. And so the hover meditation is really, really simple. You're just going to sit in meditation position. You're going to close your eyes. You're going to take a nice deep breath, and then you're going to visualize yourself literally hovering above above the floor that you're, that you're sitting on, that you're meditating on. And it could be just like a foot or just a few inches off the ground, but you're going to visualize yourself hovering above the ground. And then as soon as you, as you nail that visualization and you can get that sensation that you're floating, you're going to add the mantra or the word calm. And you're going to repeat this throughout your meditation. You can repeat it out loud or in your mind, but you're going to repeat this over and over and over again. So you're in meditation, you can see yourself floating and you're just every once in a while going to say, calm, calm. Okay. The more that you repeat this word as you're visualizing yourself floating during the meditation, the more you're training your nervous system to be calm, even when it's floating around, you're not in any danger. So the nervous system doesn't need to interpret an ungrounding in energy as being dangerous. It's not, it's your natural energy system doing what it needs to do when you travel. And so the nervous system needs to be trained in a way to stay calm, no matter how much my energy is floating around. If you're 
you're a really agitated person or you get really nervous uh, or stressed out with, with traveling, I recommend starting this hover meditation maybe four or five, maybe even a week before you start traveling. I usually do it a couple of days before I start traveling, before I travel. I'll, I'll, as I'm getting my suitcases out and I'm starting to pack in the middle of all of the mess, I'll sit down and I'll do that meditation probably a couple of days before I travel. You can also do this meditation during, like when you're sitting in an airport also, it doesn't just have to be before, but this is a great way to get that energy system, that nervous system ready for what's coming next. Good morning. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Here we are. We're about, this is about to get started. <laughs> okay. So one of the first things that I do when I enter a, an airport is um, I love this spiritual hack of actually calling on your guides. So I enter the airport and I just tell my guides, you know, may this trip uh, run smoothly. So that's a great mantra that I always use for traveling. May this trip run as smoothly and effortlessly as possible. And there's another little hack that I love to use. And it's a, um, a belief that I got from the teachers, Abraham Hicks. So it's an affirmation that goes, everything is always working out. <laughs> so that means that if your luggage is missing, everything is working out. If your flight is delayed, everything is working out. And just having this attitude and this belief is a great way for you to kind of surrender during your trip because there is so much going on that's totally out of your control. So many moving parts uh, in an airport that if you tried to control everything, you would literally go insane. So traveling is a wonderful opportunity to practice surrender and this mantra everything is always working out is the best when traveling so when you practice surrender in the middle of an airport you kind of learn how to go with the flow like i love to use that term going with the flow especially when you're surrounded by agitated energy so when you are surrounded by agitated energy, you really have to keep your calm and stay super, super conscious because otherwise you're going to be affected by the energy of the people around you. And usually at airports, inevitably, there's this agitated energy. People are stressed out. They're trying to get to flights and they're trying to move around. So there's a lot of agitation going on. One way that I use to stay super, super conscious in airports is just the breath. So constantly throughout my trip, I'll sometimes tap into my chest and I'll take a really big, deep breath and I'll slowly release it. And just doing this, just one deep breath every once in a while when you're walking around can really help bring you back into a state of super consciousness, just being super, super conscious, not letting any of that energy affect you through breath. It really, really helps modulate your system, keep you calm. So no matter what's going on around you, you can stay calm and centered. And, oh, and. Don't forget your electrolytes. We already added the electrolytes in here, so don't forget the electrolytes. I talked about it earlier in this video. Don't normally walk backwards on an escalator. So one other super important thing when you're in an airport, you're surrounded by a lot of agitated energy and people that are, can be a little bit stressed out. So it's really important for you to project your energy outwards. Do not let other people's energy affect you, especially if it's stressed out energy. And the way that I love to do that is I use an exercise called the Hollywood fan. <laughs> and it's literally, the Hollywood fan is where you 
imagine yourself like one of those big Hollywood fans that they use on sets of movies to kind of mimic wind. Those fans are so powerful that if it's blowing full power, you can't get close to the fan. It keeps pushing you away. And so that Hollywood fan analogy is really the way what you can do with your energy. So pretend that your energy is like that Hollywood fan. It's constantly projecting outwards. It's pushing outwards so that no one else's energy affects you at all. And you can do this by visualizing yourself, literally blowing air out. Or you can just hold the intention that you're projecting your energy outward like a fan and that no one else's energy is going to disturb yours. So if you're a normal person, you just get on the plane, you sit down in your seat, put your seatbelt on, and that's it. If you're a crazy hypochondriac, you're gonna do... Okay, so once you get on the tin can and now you're stuck above the clouds, there are a couple of routines that I do while I'm in flight. The first one is I move a lot. So as soon as that seatbelt sign comes down, I'll start to move. I'll get up and go to the bathroom a lot. I'll move around up and down the aisles. Um, I like to do ankle pumps, so I'll get to a, you know, a corner of the plane somewhere and I'll just start doing some ankle pumps to really move circulation and just keep the blood flowing. So that's one thing that I'm doing very frequently on a flight, especially a long flight. The second thing that I do is I meditate a lot. So, I mean, what a better time to meditate than when you're literally stuck in a tin can and you have nowhere to go. Uh, it's a great time to meditate. So I'll meditate multiple times, short meditations. Usually what I do is I'll download some meditation tracks beforehand onto my phone, and then I'll just do a couple of meditations in room. But don't worry, even though you're meditating, you still have time to catch a cool movie. can't be on a flight without catching a movie, right? One short stop in Newark, New Jersey. San Jose! Okay, so we have arrived in Costa Rica and after the trip, now I wanna share with you some tips that I'm going to share with you when I arrive somewhere, what do I do? Okay, so the first tip is I immediately ground. Okay, so I'm usually I usually stay in a hotel or somewhere where there's a lot of nature, and I'm going to be very mindful of grounding my energy. So remember, in the beginning of the video, we were talking about how your energy ungrounds in preparation for you to to, um, to go on a trip, and so it's going to unplug from the energy grid that you're usually plugged into, and then it's going to plug into the energy grid you're going to. So when you arrive at the place of your destination, you're going to want to ground. And so the way that I do that is I just take my shoes off. I'm actually sitting right now on the grass, so that's a grounding exercise, or I take my shoes off 
and I just connect to the earth and I start doing that grounding that way. Sometimes I'll do grounding through meditation or contemplation, but I'm going to be very connected to anything nature related around me to help in the grounding of that energy. The next thing I'll do is invocation. Now this is a, this is something that a lot of spiritual people don't really, um, don't pay attention to. So I hope you take this tip at heart and include this in your, in your travel next time. So I use invocation. So what does this mean? Everywhere that you go on the planet, there are spiritual energies guarding and protecting and actually inhabiting that location. So we're talking about ancestor energy. We are talking about what's known as earth keepers. These are spiritual energies that are very present in nature. Um, we're talking about uh, elementals. So spiritual entities known as elementals. There are different spiritual entities that actually reside in different geographical locations and all the whole planet is filled with them. They protect, they nurture the land, especially the net land and especially uh, nature. And so when I arrive somewhere, when I go somewhere, I invoke those energies because I want to first of all thank them for welcoming me into their home, right? So it's a, it's, this is really a gesture of honoring and respect to the energy that lives in a specific location when you enter it. So I'm going to say thank you to those energies for welcoming me. I'm going to honor them. I'm going to keep a promise that while I'm in their land, while I'm in that specific location, I'm going to honor and protect that land in the same way that they do. I'm going to be very respectful towards nature and very respectful towards the land that I'm walking on. So this is all a part of invocation. And you can can do this very simply by just maybe sitting down, closing your eyes, or even if you're on a you know a beach chair by the pool, you can sit down, close your eyes, and just tap into the energy and just invoke all of the energy that protects the land that you're sitting on. You don't even have to spe specify it. You can just say, if you don't want to specify ancestors, earth keepers, elementals, if you forget these energies, you just close your eyes and you say, I invoke all of the energies that protect this land that I'm sitting on. And thank you so much for letting me be here. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I, I promise to honor this land while I'm here. Okay, so this is a simple invocation, but this is a great way for you to connect to the energy that protects the land that you're going to. Another tip is to keep your supplementation and hydration high, just as you did before the trip. So uh, for me, like I said before, I take the supplements that I recommended in this video, I take them constantly, so I my routine doesn't really change. But for you, if you're using the supplements that I recommended in this video, if you're only using them for travel, make sure you're on the supplements w during your trip and even after you go back home, and especially keep that hydration high with the use of the electrolytes that I recommended. And this is especially true if you're going to really hot climates like I'm in right now. I'm in Costa Rica. Even though it's in the middle of the winter down here, it's very hot. It's very humid. I'm sweating all over the place just sitting here shooting this video. And so I'm going to keep my hydration really high. I'm going to keep my levels of electrolytes and um, you know mineralization of my body really high through the use of those electrolytes. And I'm going to do this throughout my trip. All right, so, so the supplementation and the hydration is to maintain um, during your trip. And the last thing that I really focus on is rest. So it, this is easy, like when you arrive somewhere, you really wanna take at least a couple of days to just rest and allow your body to return to its normal circadian rhythm to plug into this new circadian rhythm because you may be on a completely different time zone like I am right now. I came from Portugal to Costa Rica, so a huge time difference. And so I have to get used to that. My body has to get used to it. So for this trip, 
for instance, this is easier if you're on vacation. For, for In my case, I'm here for work. I'm doing a workshop here in Costa Rica. And so I specifically scheduled my trip to come at least a couple of days before um, having to start working so that I can ground my energy, rest, you know, get my body nice and balanced and grounded to where I am and my circadian rhythms back to normal before I work. But if you're on vacation, this is obviously easier because you're just going to be resting the whole time, hopefully. But rest at least a couple of days. If you're going for work, rest at least a couple of days uh, before you start working to really help your body and your energy levels uh, return to normal. Now, all these recommendations that I just shared with you in this video, they are super crucial whenever you're traveling anywhere, really, but especially right now because we are going through very intense energies on planet Earth. And so these tips are going to come in handy even more during these crazy energies. If you want to learn more about exactly what's going on energetically on the planet and especially some tips on how to stay calm and centered through these crazy energies, check out this video because that's really this is really going to be a lifesaver for you. Whenever Amy annoys me, I just go like that.